Today is Wednesday, December 8th. Welcome to the 21st episode of the Lunch Beers Pod. 21. 21, 21. One of my favorite numbers. Of age. Um, it's coming on year end, guys. Year end for a lot of people out there, a lot of corporate guys, you know, or and ladies, sorry. Uh, year end, uh, 2021 year end is coming upon us. How are you guys doing right now? Are you guys on your year end for your companies? Yeah, dude. I'm uh, I'm more on the book side, do the accounting when it comes to the year ends, dude. Nerd. I've done like a <laughs> lot. I've gone through thousands of transactions, thousands in the past you three weeks. You cooking the books? I'm cooking the books right That's now. That's pretty sweet. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm Jordan- Can you say that a little louder in the mic for me? <laughs> cooking the books, Jordan Belfort style. Um, it's a lot, Hello, dude. My, my eyes are burning every every single day. I'm on the phone with my accountant constantly. It's it's irritating because then I'm getting pulled into like the sales floor and stuff. So I'm just constantly like going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and dealing with people's BS at the same time. I have the government up my ass. It's just not. Don't get not audited. Ideal. Are you guys in your yeah. year end or how, what's your uh, what's are, your year at your fiscal year? Currently in Q4. Uh, not stressful though because I'm no longer working in a quota sales position. It's all comp based. So you just every day of the year you got to be better than the man you were last year, and that's pretty much your only stressor. Um, so it's nothing like it used to be. Super chill. Nice, just Eli. Enjoy what about it. you. My market's kind of just normal. We we don't have much of a year end. It's just wild, like always. Is your fiscal year ending now, or do you guys have a different one? We just go, like, kind of more month-by-month basis. Like, it doesn't really up and down too, too bad. But, you know, I mean, it's still fun. It's work, man. It's the best. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I'm in my year end right now, but I just started a new job. Um, talking about new jobs, though, I cannot stress this enough. All this corporate bullshit training is the worst. I'm in it right now. So from, I'll tell you guys about a little bit about it. Um, today I was in, uh, this, you know, corporate job training from one fifteen to five thirty straight. What was that last number? One 15 PM to five thirty PM. It was called being progressive. <clears throat> and it was just the typical, Sexual harassment training. Don't touch your coworkers, but um, you know, don't gamble at work. Um, t- fucking all that typical bullshit. That just I rather watch paint dry on the wall than sit through one of these. Uh, you know, don't don't date a manager that's married to someone. Fucking <laughs> just don't. treat treat people how you want to be treated. The golden rule. The, oh my god, they up themselves. They have a platinum rule <laughs> at my new job. You can't one up no the big way. guy. Isn't it just wild that, that people have to pay to integrate these concepts into the world Dude, because for, some for, people are that shitty. That could be raised money. Over four right? hours of this. Just just to be like, hey, don't be a scumbag. Yeah, right? like it's Yo, just like yeah. this typical bullshit. <laughs> Genuine and, but, idea. The and, crazy and, thing is that they have to go through all of this because someone somewhere did something this stupid. But no one follows it. That's the painful every, part. Like, I don't know. Every job I've been in, someone's dating someone. Someone's here or there. Like, something happens. Like, someone's yeah. doing whatever the hell. Like, treat everyone with respect, no matter your creed, color, and or race. Like, 
Yeah, I fucking get it. It's usually I don't the people with all the money and the majority shares that don't follow those rules. If you just look at the current social <laughs> climate yeah. of the world. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's the fucking C- the e-board that doesn't do the training that you get on day one. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're just pissing their own money away on that. But like Elliot said, that could be that could be money for the people, which would be nice. What if we made a lunch beers corporate training video, like oh like a whole God. set, of, a series? No. Set. Yes. Here, no, I'm interjecting right That's now. That's my light bulb. That it's an email. It's an email, and this is the email. You ready? To everybody, the whole team. You know that thing you shouldn't do, comma. Enter twice. Don't <laughs> put your signature, and you're good. Don't do it. You're out. See ya. Yeah. So don't be bad. All of you that are going through a new job right now, I get it. Because, you know, the job market is pretty crazy. You can get paid a lot more somewhere else. You just got to look for it. Um, so all of you that are going through a new corporate job, I feel your pain. This fucking sucks. Sitting through a week <laughs> of HR bullshit training is the worst. I want to kill myself. Uh, so good luck, guys. Um, I saw a tweet today that really resonated with me. Um, it was T uh, T Pain. You guys remember T Pain, right? Obviously, great guy. Yeah, we're you know Wisconsin. we're on the older side, so yeah, Wisconsin, of course. Um, he had an idea, a beautiful, beautiful idea. So his idea was we have shirt sizes, right? Small, medium, large, extra large, and be- why it resonated so much to me is because it hit me right where it hit me right in the heart, because his idea was. We need to have sizes plus. So it's like a large plus. You're not an extra large. You're not a large, but you're right in between. See, my problem is sometimes larges are a little too tight in the chest and the arms, but they're the perfect length. If I go up to extra large, they're perfect in the chest and arms, but they're like a dress. So shout out to T-Pain for solving this very serious world problem that we're all going through. Because Nikki Q, you're like a schmedium, right? I am a schmedium. <laughs> yeah. So you get my pain. No, I get what you're saying. Sometimes- so his idea was to make these in-between sizes. I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a shirt that's like around my ankles, but fits perfectly. <laughs> and then I'll get one that like I, I look like I'm a male stripper, but is like the, the right length or something exactly. like that. It's a, it's I want that annoying. Freddie Mercury fit. Hell yeah. Twi- like a tiger. Oh, I thought you were talking about AIDS. <laughs> did, wait, <laughs> no, did, did you see Ti- Tiger King's back, dude? They have a new season. Yeah, yeah. who the fuck's bro? Dude, that's kind of cringeworthy. I watched a few episodes. I feel like we only watched season one because we were in quarantine. Yeah. I, yeah. I have not met a person that's watched season two. No, I just saw that he was out and I was like... <sighs> show is a nightmare, dude. All those people, nightmares. I say they stress me out. They make me feel like I'm behind on my work. Like, when the dishes aren't done, I got to do my laundry just looking at how apart their fucking life is. It's insane. Carol Baskin. <laughs> that guy's fucking crazy. He's a nut. Yeah, no, they're, that's what it says in the beginning. You won't be, believe how crazy cat people are. That's what they say. <laughs> Don't fuck with cats. Well, cat people are wild and no, <laughs> no news there. Big um, cats. We got some advice for you guys. Christmas party season's coming up. Uh, y- your Christmas party could make or break your career at that company. I fi- yeah. That's just the bottom line. I, I mean, the one Christmas party I asked my uh, VP of like a $4 billion department if she would do shots with me. Um, it didn't work out well. 
No. Yeah, that probably no. that yeah. probably wouldn't. No, she just handed she me a bunch him. of extra free drink couch, uh, vouchers, and uh, I got hammered and had to leave and ran directly into a chair in front of everyone <laughs> and went home. See, my best advice for you guys is don't be the drunkest person at your Christmas party. You could be the second because then you're like the fun, cool guy, but as long as you're not the drunkest... You will be okay. Wait, Frank, you remember we used to work in the service industry, those Christmas parties, bro, up the street at the dollar bar, bro? Maritas. You would see absolute train wrecks in front of their whole staff. And we're talking like, not like servers like us, not people behind the bar, dude. People who look like they got something to figure out. Good times. Good times. I got got pretty wrecked at my Christmas party the one time because- we were at a cool bar. It's in the middle of like the city, but I was going out like after that's the thing. Right. So it was a Friday, like, you know, it was before I was living with Eli and Nick. So the apartment's only like 20 minutes away. And I was like, you know, we were going to go out. I'm like, well, I'm going to Uber there. And like, I'm going to sleep there. I can Uber. the. So I got, I was like, screw it. You, I got two free drink vouchers. I went tequila water line, right, right from the get go. I was like, let's go dude. Like pregame. Um, I w- people thought it was funny. Um, I mean, I don't really care. Nothing's like relative to anything in the universe. So and now I had listeners. fun and it was fun. So if, if your status can change greatly, yeah, it if really you're can. Like that like, fun, looking back on it guy. now was like probably not the best idea. But the thing is, I know that like I'm a nice person when I get drunk. So it's like I don't I don't fear who I turn into. It shows personality. Yeah. It's also the worst when your significant other puts pressure on you because she wants you to, or he wants you to bring, you know, you to theirs. And they're like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be charming. Um, You got, you need everyone to like you. Like you need to help me out. Like cozy up to my boss. And you're just like, what? Yeah, I could never. I just feel like I don't care. I got I got one this Friday that I need to go to, and I got the pre- the pressure's on. You just need a good sweater. That's the only key to a Christmas party for work. I'm coming for the beer, you know. That's yeah. that's why I'm there. Yeah, I like that. Um, you know Uzi. why I'm here. Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi, dude. Lil <laughs> Uzi, goat. Yeah, what man. did he do? Bro, so uh, some guy, like, a couple, I don't know how long it was, saw him in a mall or something. He was like, yo, Uzi, pay for my college. He's like... How much? He's like, go to Rutgers, 90K. Rutgers, very close. Um, very close to home here. But he was like, I could pay for that. <laughs> he went and he to, paid for he, it? He went to like full grandma vibes. He's just like hands on the hips. He's like, I need to see all your transcripts and all like finger in his Straight face. mom. And he Dude, paid for it. He, he, That's the, sick. the kid just posted the other day. He's like, I just graduated from Rutgers. Like Uzi hit me up. And I, 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 I guess it happened. I didn't see anything beyond that, but that's going on right now. And. I don't know. Uzi just rented out an entire mall for his, some girl, awesome. his girl or something. That, Dude, I'm Uzi sure was at a, Uzi was at AJ's girlfriend's family wedding. Dude, I so I see Uzi. He was at this wedding, and I saw you know all like the meme pages we follow, like all those like things that we send back and forth all day. And he, dude, he was just getting down. Like, Uzi's so down to earth. He's just getting down. Like, he's very just, like, going with the flow. And I'm talking to AJ the next day. And you remember AJ from Backpack Uzi story. Same guy. Same concert. Same artist. He was just like, yeah, man, that was that was uh, my <laughs> my girl's family's wedding. He's like, I couldn't go because I had work. 
Oh what? my god! You take off work. You, you just didn't know work. he was gonna be there. He just showed up. I guess he was like a family friend. You just get a new job if they don't let you take off. You risk it all for Uzi. Yeah, that's what we're I saying. Mean, this podcast pay, will risk it all for Uzi. He could possibly pay for your college. You take yeah, that risk guy, every dude. time. What Goat. a big heart. That's awesome. I will say um, another shout out I have to give is my guy Jared here. Getting us that country club invite. Yeah, tell that's us right, about man. that, dude. It's a Christmas miracle. Don't you love when good things happen? I surely do. Um, so today I'm I'm just working, and one of the the greenskeepers from Downingtown Country Club out in the uh, good old Downingtown. It's the name of the town, Downingtown, and their country club is Downingtown Country Club. How about it? Um, so Lewis is you know in my place of work. And he's looking for something. I didn't like put two and two together. He was getting like really long, like drill bit things. So I'm guessing he was probably drilling new holes since like no one's really playing anymore. Great time to like reset the greens or um, just kind of upkeep the holes. So uh, I help him out, gets what he needs. And then I find this like this envelope on the ground and it like wasn't addressed to anyone. And, and I was like a little confused. So, you know, since it, there was nothing written on or an address or a stamp, I opened it because it wasn't legal. And I tried to figure out who it was for. Found out that it was for this guy named Lewis. Worked across the street. So I drove it over. And I was like, hey, man, like one of your greenskeepers left us here. And um, the dude was so nice. He thanked me. And I just told him, I was like, yeah, I played here once a couple weeks ago, late November. Everything was like incredibly nice for the time of year. And I can't wait to see the course at its full potential in the summertime. And he goes, um, the guy's name Andrew Braun, he's a director of golf Downingtown Country Club. He's like, yeah, take my business card. Uh, you three buddies, come play whenever you want as like a token of gratitude for your honesty and integrity. I was like, you don't have to do that, man. That's way too nice. It's like, no, nah, go take my card. I was like, cool, I'll leave mine. Um, so we just want to give a shout out. Um, it's awesome. It's also really cool that you guys take care of your greenskeepers. Um, I saw what they gave out. It was very nice, um, very generous um, and, and heartfelt. And uh, Hell yeah. Shout I met out a, them, I, yeah, I met a guy named Chris too, who was another greenskeeper. He was so nice, um, and he was telling me about like a yearly membership I can do after work play. And they have seven tap taverns, man, ton of beers on tap, um, and I can't wait to go and drink them all. And I found one from oh. good old Downingtown, oh. and it is the beer of the week. Oh. Victory has a headquarters over there where we can go do a brew Give tour it to after. You, baby. So we got the naughty list, baby. Cracker open, boys. You feeling naughty? Nikki Q's always naughty. naughty. Yeah, he's always, always been dude. naughty. <laughs> he opened the door for me in a in a in a wife beater today. Oh man, wow, this is wow. So Victory Brewing Company, like he said, down in Downingtown. Downingtown, correct. Called Naughty List Rum Barrel Age Winter Warmer, eleven percent. Uh, a barrel-aged Belgium-style triple ale with added spices. This is winter in a can. Yeah. This makes me feel Christmassy inside. Oh, man. Uh, like always, I'll go first. Wow. It's a small batch series. Locally brewed. Locally loved. This is really good, especially to be 11%. The, the can's cool, too. I mean. really is. It's got Santa in there. It's like warm retro. and toasty, 24-7, ho, ho, ho. And just if you didn't know, 21 plus only. Uh, that's the law, so I better not catch any of you guys drinking underage. That's right. It's um, episode 21. You got to be 21. I love how it says Santa Live, one night only. Naughty, baby. <laughs> 
I love the little elf in the top right. Get jolly. Yeah, I'm going to go, so I'll start. Um, I will give this a very, very solid score, 7.2. 7.2 is me. I've said before, uh, beers with a lot of spice I'm not a fan of. I do like this one a lot. I can't drink a ton of them. Make my tummy hurt. Um, Make your tum-tum hurt. Yeah, I give it a 6.9 because it's naughty. Hey. <laughs> that was hey. nice. Don't tell All me. Right, I'm kind of. I'm kind of gonna damage home court here a little bit. This is super rude, Elf, and um, it's so rude, Elf, but it's a little bit lighter and it's a little bit more alcoholic. So I'm gonna give it point one higher than the rude Elf last week. I'm gonna give it an eight flat. Nice, mm, very nice. Um, I'm kind of with Nick. I don't love the spice beers. Um, kind of got to be in a mood for them. I was in a mood for one this week. Um, that's why I got it. Also wanted to just share the love for victory. Um, bring bring some of my home to the boys. Uh, I'm gonna go with a seven point three. I do like the spice a lot. I feel like this is like a great beer for like if you're if you're hunting right now. Um, oh. and you're out at the campfire right right. If like you're really mountain like packing, that. pack a few beers. And maybe having like some s'mores on the fire out out in the cold weather. This is an awesome beer to have when you got to make the beers count. Yeah, exactly. Because you can only bring a couple. Yeah, I like See? that. So and this will make the beers count. It's a great so. analogy. We have a guest uh, a guest in the studio tonight. Our boy Tyler. Tyler, say what up? Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tyler, what's your rating? Um, the aftertaste. I don't know if you guys got that, but uh. I got a little hint of cranberry in there. Oh, love okay. a good cranberry. Get rid of the UTI. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but 8.4. Nice. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. He's ending it well with a high rating, as always. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, so, yeah, that was our beer of the week. Um, moving on to the NFL, I feel like we should clap it up for the Detroit Lions. Oh. They got their first swing. Sweet Congrats, success. guys. That Fuck was fucking, you, by the way. I had a parlay. <sighs> Parlay for what? Talk about it. I had a parlay. I don't even remember it because I blacked out in rage. Jeez. <laughs> you don't remember I, the parlay? I, I, Come I, on I had a money now. line. Who did they play? The Vikings? Yeah. Vikings. Vikings. It, was, it was Vikings and, and uh, I don't even remember they the other bet. They scored last second on the Vikings so, and won the game. Uh, yeah, I, was so, I just took the money line and I was so pissed off because the other bet already hit. I don't even remember. It was, Nick, a, it was a blackout rage, dude. I don't even want to hear it. That was my lock of the week. Yeah, talk about it. You, you had a you big out on that, Jared. Dude, um, first of all, it was pretty cool to see how excited Jared Goff was to win his first game without Sean McVay. So, um, good Boy, job. Before you keep going, his girlfriend. Sheesh. Sheesh. Did, did you guys see that reaction video? No. Let me tell you. Sheesh. <laughs> Go wow. check it out. Go check it out. So, All right, continue. All right. Um, let me go to the bathroom and watch that video first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so... I had them in the teaser with the Colts, which wasn't a sweat at all. They absolutely eviscerated the Texans. No surprise there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor continues to pummel people on the ground. But had Vikings minus one and a half. They were down. Nick, did you, I watched the whole game very closely. They are down three scores at the half. They come back. They only allow three points until the, the last drive of the fourth quarter. They take the lead with a minute and 54 seconds left. And for some reason, the Lions have no timeouts, and then they decide to play like 10, 15 yards off the receiver every single play when the Lions had start with the ball in the 20. 
or the 25 now that the new rule with the touchback. And they there were three plays where they let him stay inbounds, and then they get all the way up to the end zone. They spike the ball, and the dude gives him cushion in the end zone. Like, what are you what are you doing? Not your back should not be past the goal line. You oh, you're mad. You don't even remember, dude. That was heart that was heartbreaking for me because just a roller coaster of, of emotions. Um, one, if you bet Vikings in play, I kind of put some out on Twitter. It was pretty cool. If you took the points, you're a smart person. Um, that's what I did. I did not bet the money line because I couldn't handle double defeat because look at that. They ended up losing and I lost my teaser, um, which I just, it shouldn't have happened. And I don't think anyone should blame that loss on Kirk Cousins either. The defense played absolutely terrible. They didn't even have their running back DeAndre Swift. Um, and they made Jared Goff look really good. Um, throughout the most, most of that part of the game, he, he looked pretty good. Um, weird to see though that he was more excited to win that game than that when the Rams went to the Super Bowl though if anyone remembers um I was that kind of threw me off yeah um I think it was it was awesome to see them win and that that does suck you're right though I know we make fun of Kirk Cousins a lot um but he did play well it just it's just hilarious that it would be him to lose to the to the Lions two and 26 in the fourth quarter yeah, just he's bit. also, dude, he's a Washington product a little bit. We like, did not like that. No. There was some pain there. And we were watching it the other day, and I was like, dude, if there's ever a quarterback to lose to a team that hasn't won this late double-digit weeks in a year, it's Kirk. He's I been mean, playing really well, too. He's, dude, he's he had, had a crazy, he's had an MVP-like season. Go no. with oh, next topic. Whoa, next topic. Yeah. Let's talk about, stats. no, no, you know what? I'm taking over. Let's talk about the new Washington. You sound like a square. Let's talk about the new Washington Go look can at they ever lose? Can they lose to anybody ever? Like, is it possible? That's my question. So that's funny because that was my lock last week, and I, looking at the board now on Wednesday, I can't help but bet against them again. But we'll get to that, of course. Bing bong. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're in the playoffs right now. That's pretty sweet, Tyler. Uh, Taylor Heineke, that's awesome. I'm just happy I to be here. I feel like the defense is playing better without Chase Young. Is that just me? I think they're rallying. Dude, all right. Their whole first like, part of the year, they were good. soft. Like, they well, were soft. Chase Young was playing. Well, yeah, but they were soft. <laughs> like, there's like, they're ferocious. They're a little bit more themselves from last season. Like, it, it just seems like they want it more. Like, you weren't seeing these guys involved like they are. Dude, the interception on two point conversion last year, 100%. The first half of this season, no shot, dude. He's going to be five yards off the tight end, and you're chalked. Going from one going from uh, one team to another, the Giants are in a state of crisis. They fucking suck. I saw this. I saw this. Joe Judge said the most outrageous <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. He said that the reason they punted down late, <laughs> the reason this. they punted against the Dolphins down late is because they wanted to get their punter involved in the game plan. He was going to play a big part in the game that he wanted to get him involved down. It was late. It wasn't even like, I think it was like third quarter maybe. I spit out, I was drinking water and I spit it out reading that. Joe just has to go. He has to be fired with Dave Gettleman. He and, has to be. And that's what we're saying because I always thought he was a good like a pretty decent head coach. But when you say but, shit like that, but, I just want to. But he again, always, he flies under myself. the radar, dude. Like there good, was a yeah, reason I mean, they were fighting him, in but, preseason. But yeah, now, yeah, now, now. there's no leadership in there. Mm-hmm. The, 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 yeah, the so writing nah. was on the wall he, all the way back before so the season started. So what I would want to happen is for them to get rid of, obviously Gettleman, 
Judge, uh, get rid of DJ Dan, uh, Danny Dimes, get rid of Saquon. Uh, I would love to see them sign Jameis for a year, you know, rebuilding year. Have Jameis, you know, we'll we'll be competitive in some games. And he's just fun to fucking watch. I love Jameis Winston. The original 30 for 30. <laughs> yeah, I love watching him. He'll be fun to watch. But then, you know, we need a legit rebuilding year. Trade off whatever we can for picks and reload for 2022 and then draft a quarterback. Oh, excuse me. This naughty list is getting to me. Draft a quarterback in 2023 when the draft class is much better than this year. That's my hope. But, of course, the Giants won't do that because they're fucking stupid. And I hate John Mara. And he's an idiot. And he does not deserve to be Wellington's son. I thought you said John Mara is about freak out. <laughs> yeah, John Mara sucks. I know, but it's just sound, you know. <laughs> What's your name on Twitter? <laughs> um, a, really funny, a really funny thing that happened this weekend uh, the Steelers, big win, right? Uh, that kind of s- sucks. The Ravens are deflating at the wrong time. It's too many injuries, though. Like, you, there's no way they were going to sustain the record. And, dude, let's be honest, it's been smoke and mirrors all year. Um, I just love how right before the game, Big Ben, you know, it just so happened to come out. It leaked that he might not be with the Steelers yeah, no shit. next year. He sucks. It was just funny that that just so happened to come out right before the game. And then I love, what I love most about the Steelers is they're just like, even though like they're, you know, even if they make the playoffs, they're going to lose, whatever. But what I love about the Steelers is they're just so fucking fun to watch. So Mike Tomlin, after the game, he said, because... They are so far into analytics. You know, John Harbaugh loves analytics so much, they become predictable, right? At the end of the game, when they went for two, Mike Tomlin, because there's, the Ravens are so predictable now, Mike Tomlin had to call a timeout because they sent their field goal block unit out. And then, because, again, because they're so predictable, the Steelers just didn't cover the tight end. I know. <laughs> Come on, Lamar. And he said after the game... That the Ravens are just so predictable. That's why they won that game. I mean, like, that's just, like, comedy. I that's lo- Mike. That's their whole organization. <laughs> Coach, can we get music at practice? I just thought that was Hell really fucking no. funny because, I mean, Mark Andrews wide open. Sucks to say it, but Great Lamar pressure missed, from T.J. Watt, Lamar missed the throw, He though. did, but awesome pressure by T.J. Watt. Um, you got Lamar will, like— He's won the big game, right? Like the huge revenge spot last year against the Titans, but there was no crowd. Um, I just personally feel, because I've been at the game where they lost to the Titans, that when the stadium leaves him or if he's on the road, like he feel he is, he very much reacts to the energy. Um, and I think that just like you got to execute, man. Like one, winning one big game isn't enough. That was a game we really needed because – the Browns are well rested off to buy preparing for two weeks now for us. And we just played them, the Steelers and now them. And you can't tell me that it was, Oh, well they were getting ready for the Browns. Our offense has been, the Ravens offense has just been terrible the last few weeks. And it's, it is the sweaty season. Yeah. Um, real quick. I know me and Eli had the same thought. Um, who the fuck decided to bring David Letterman on Monday night football? Dude, get him out. I love, bro, I'm a Washington fan, and I love the Eli and Peyton banter. I, 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 It's the best. But, dude, some of the guests they bring on, David Letterman, this man was talking just like he normally does, just talking out of somewhere. And then he saw a punt, and he just looks at the screen and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're going to bring that back. They're going to bring that back. And then he just starts talking like, 
It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it was. I, I like who the fuck decided that to put him on there. That Bro, was awful. I turned it off because I was just like, who the like, what the fuck? Are you guys going getting on? over the guests? I'm getting over them. I'd rather bit. just see Eli and Peyton discuss with one another. Yeah, they they just have a much better dynamic. I mean, realistically, like, it's you start David Letterman on this lineup, and it's like I you should have started someone on your fantasy team. And I just like I see some of these games, <laughs> and I'm looking through our week, and it, it really it. I'm sorry for the pause before. Like I, I swear to God, my brain just broke. It took a screenshot and had to lock that moment in to make sure I never reach it again. So. I play against Connor Walsh, our neighbor, our guest last week, the kid I sniped in Halo. Thank you for all the likes and love on that. It was borderline more than you've ever showed us. But shout out to Connor. He's always against me, but I got you, bud. I got you. So I beat him by 15, and the beauty of it is I also play against him in our work league now this coming week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on that. But had a big week, had a blowout against Connor. He had a top three score. Shout out to him. Stefan lost to the random Will. Breda, my meet, Meta, 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 120 points to Stefan's low fever of an 86.6. You at least got to reach for a B plus, bud. You can't get a B flat. You're not going to get in a good rapport with your parents on that report card. Team Smith beat the Pawtucket Pats. We could really, we could go for hours about this one, but <laughs> it's all right. Jared drops to a weak 11 and 2. He's still in first place, but you got to understand that Jared flops in the playoffs. So we're going to see if no he can doubt. execute this year. Last year, both championships lost. You hate to see it, but you love to see it when you're not him. And the money is flopping. Hold my All Stugatz. Right. Ralph Lucchese beats Jake Rubin. 2-11, and 11, Jake. I'm sorry. I don't want to go through this. Chicago Beers, Frankie Zayas. He beats Stick It Insider. Cider, in cider, beer, apples, I don't know. I stuck but, it all up in Nikki yeah, Q. Yeah, he, he beat him by 150%, that, so it's absolutely brutal. Bullshit. It's, it's absolutely brutal. And then lastly, we got Sags punching out Long Island Slump Busters. Look, Sags, my phone's locked. This is just you and I. It's mano y mano. Tom did not start three people, and you beat him by 30. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for Jared. I'm coming for Frank in that bye week in the playoffs and just let you know. It is on site. Shout out Dusty Locaine. Rolling and controlling, baby. We're going to get this win. Eli, can I tell you something? I was pooping at work today. I talked to Sags. He admitted that he is the most smoke and mirrors second place ever. There, he has no business because he doesn't score. Love, and I also, Remember who dropped 170 this week. I also talked to Tom. I also talked to Tom, though, and I roasted him. He said he's actually going to look at his team this week. Yeah, you Got only two, said that because he plays against me this too week. Too drunk at the wedding. Well, no, 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 because if he would have won, if he would have won last week, I would have got the bye. Now I need to win this week. So if he would have beat Sags, we were all good. So it is sweaty season in fantasy football. All right, perfect. Moving on, as always, we're going to end the show with Box of the week. I'll go first. Um, I want to say right now, though, um, I will be tweeting this out later uh, with the help of my social media team, a.k.a. the guys in this room right now. But I did hit a really big bet this weekend. And what I want to do the most is give back to you guys that have been losing because, you know, I've been there just like you guys have. We all need that help sometimes. Um, so I'm going to tweet this out uh, through the Lunch Beers uh, socials. So obviously, you know, if you're following them, you should be at Lunch Beers Pod everywhere. We're going to tweet it out and you're going to get an entry that way. But since I love you, all you guys that are listening right now, if you DM me on Twitter, bing bong, you will get a second entry into this. So I hit a big bet and I want to give away 100 bucks. 
Um, so f- obviously, you know, do what you have to do on the social. We'll tweet that out later, uh, post it wherever. But if you DM me Bing Bong on Twitter, you will get a second entry to win $100. Just saying that real quick. Um, so to go to my locks, I'm 11 and 8 right now, two straight losers. Not only were the Raiders last week a loser, the line moved against me so fucking hard from Wednesday to Sunday that I saw at some books right before kickoff, the football team were favorites. That's how much the line moved against me, which is awful. Uh, the board is ugly again, and I'm going to do what I do best is just fucking I'm a dog chasing that car, baby. So I'm going to take the Cowboys minus four at Washington. Eli loves it. He's getting hyped. I know. But that's my lock. So Nikki Q, let's hear it. All right, guys. Uh, I'm five and four. I don't know what the hell happened because I was five and one, but it's been a, a three week uh, loss streak. I- <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons plus three versus Carolina for my lock, even though all my side bets that I'm making you are doing well. <laughs> Dude, I do ride the Falcons. You want to know why? Because they're predictable. They're a, le- <laughs> they're a lesser half team that sucks ass, but when they go against other shitty teams, they, they do well. I agree with that. So I'm going to ride my Falcons right here <laughs> into the sunset, plus three against Carolina. Cam Newton is an absolute shit show. I don't know what's going on. Christian McCaffrey's out. So... Uh, that is my lock of the week, and hopefully we can end this losing streak just like we can end my fucking life in fantasy football. McCaffrey's been out, dude. <laughs> Nick, you're a wild man. That's what that's you've been on the Falcons. You you do you, my guy. They beat the Saints that I'm one coming week. In and I don't feed care. Nick, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in at a nice nine and four. It's decent. That's thirteen bets, and I won nine of them. So you should probably listen to me the most. Get Frank out of here. I don't care that he did, he hit a big bet. I don't care. Dude, get his lock out of here. Take it, lock it up, throw it down the street in the river like it's a gun you're trying to get rid of. Bro, Washington right now is plus four and a half against the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Bro, come on. Come on. This is not Thanksgiving. They're not going to win. It doesn't matter. Washington plus four and a half. Whatever line you get, I'll take money line on Washington. They're going to beat the Cowboys, and it's going to be awesome. At parks. That's only at parks. It's it's four everywhere go. else. Nice. Good Way to get the good number, Frank. Good job. Just gotta let the people know. Um, I tried to get a good number last week. Um, with my teasers, the Colts got there, and then the Vikings. Well, uh, minus one, minus one and a half doesn't matter what number you got because they fucking lost. <laughs> um, I didn't really freak out about this earlier, but like, I I just have to a little bit. Like, why were they not blitzing? With a minute and 54 left, when every time they bought pressure in the second half, one, they forced a fumble golf turnover. He was throwing the ball poorly. Send it. Come on. Anyway, I moved to 13 and 8. It's the first time I've lost two in a row, so I do apologize. But um, unlike Eli, I will not make an emotional bet. Um, I will go with the writing on the wall. I'm going with Browns minus two and a half. I know my team. Um, I do love the Ravens, but I hedge against my emotions, and I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half. Obviously, they very easily could have won with the four interceptions from Lamar. He played very bad again last week. The Browns get healthier. The Ravens get more destroyed. Take the Browns minus two and a half. Perfect. Celeb lock. Right now, they're 0-1. Thanks to Connor last week, he faded to Eli. Eli won. So, Tyler, what is your celeb lock? Big college guy. Oh. All right, hear me out. Next Tuesday, guaranteed rapel. It's a guarantee. <laughs> it's a lock. West Virginia, Minnesota, 
Minnesota minus four. Oh, he oh, switched up on the outline. I like it. Oh, oh, that's great. 38 and 25 as a pod. So shout out us. We're doing pretty well. Tyler literally told us to write down a completely <laughs> different bet. Absolute scumbag in the corner. Yeah, that's awesome. Again, though, guys, as we're wrapping up here, again, you will get two entries into the $100 giveaway if you DM me bing bong. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Check out www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. We've been mentioning video content for a little bit, and we are set up and ready to go and start looking for some posts probably later this week, uh, a little bit after the episode drops. But other than that, boys, catch you later. Uh.